This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. If you're starting a new business, how much debt should you put on your credit cards? That's something we're going to talk about today on Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. Hello, I'm John Ando, and I am a filmmaker and a small business owner. Along with me is my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. She has a side hustle of a cupcake business, Angel's Custom Cupcakes, and she's also uh, works full-time with a big company with customer service and does a lot of that. So uh, how are you doing today, sweetie? Um, Right at the moment, I'm a little warm. Yeah. It's just my morning you know, ritual of getting a little bit heated. Yes, and uh, we're it's it's the middle of one of the busier seasons here at the uh, Ando household because we're having some construction done up in the second floor, but really it's the third floor if you count the basement, which is where my office and everything is. And so there's dust flying and everything else, and then I have a client that's in the middle of a construction project, so I feel like I'm a general contractor running between two jobs. <laughs> he is tripping over you know table saws and stuff. So. But uh, one of the things, uh, before we get into our topic today, we uh, last week's episode, we discussed this, um, I call it the Brooklyn cake. It was an Ebinger, what Ebinger's was Bakery, and it was an Ebinger blackout cake. And you, you gave us kind of the, uh, it, just a huge chocolate cake with yes. a lot of layers and pudding and stuff. And yep. it was a Brooklyn cake, and uh, you were making it for someone who commissioned you to make this. So yes. you delivered such cakes since we did our last podcast, and I was curious on uh, what, what happened. Oh, I got a lovely text message back um, that probably the best praise I've ever received on uh, something like this. Because this was a 72-year-old? 70. 70-year-old. turning 70. Gentleman from Brooklyn yes. who was familiar with this cake, which is no longer made. Yep. And so that and was the big challenge. Exactly. And... Uh, I, what I got back is amazing. Everyone loved, loved, loved it. Completely authentic. Wow. So to me, that was a, again, because this was, you know, that was her challenge to me. Do you do custom cakes or do you do custom recipes as well? And I said, well, what do you want? And, and that's where we went. And again, I didn't come up with this recipe. I just used one yeah. that I found on the internet, the one that went most with my style because there were several different um, versions and this one just kind of said, "Yeah, this is more my style. What I would expect." And and uh, needless to say, it it worked out. And I've well, gotten other requests now, of course, from family members who want oh, me to really? make it. Well, I I think this is interesting and in, in kind of tying into the whole marketing media and cupcakes kind of concept is, uh, even though cupcakes are kind of your primary, you do get a lot of cake recipes. And one of the things we're trying to figure out, and again, we would love to have your input for those of you. And we know we have a lot of folks who do uh, baking and have bakeries or ho at home businesses with baking and so forth. Uh, one of the things I was saying to Angel that I think we're trying to shift toward, you know, we're not trying to be, you know, we have to crank 10,000 cupcakes out of it. We can't handle that. We're a home bakery. This is a part-time side hustle. It's not meant to be a full-time. Mm -hmm. So, but how can we make a simple um, niche or niche product? Sure that will make us money because Angel spends a ridiculous amount of time on this. She enjoys it, so that's why she does it. But, uh, you know, for this cake, you 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 know, you didn't take time off, but you've had projects, you've taken time off work to do a project that maybe makes you $100. Yeah, and I mean, and, I, and that's part of my problem too. And I, I, I stress that to anybody who is considering starting a business, um, no matter what you're doing, make sure that you have your costing because that's one of the things I didn't have until recently, how much is this? How much is that? And really... And how much you want to get paid. Exactly. Because if you're taking time off work, you're burning up hours. Or if you're if you're maybe in a situation where you're a part-time employee, you're turning down work to make 
you know, you're turning down maybe twenty five, thirty, forty dollars an hour to make something for ten dollars an hour. Exactly. So that was one of the things. So that was why, you know, again, I str- I, I'm getting better. I'm I'm able to do that. I now tell people who ask for customized things, let me let me first put the ingredients together. Let me get, you know, let's see what is it going to cost, then how much time I think it's going to take me, and then I'll give you a price versus just saying, okay, this is it, and yeah. then I end up spending seven hours on something that I only charged fifty dollars for, and the ingredients were twenty. <laughs> so I didn't. I literally came out negative on that one. So one of the things we've been thinking about is right now, basically, how Angels Custom Cupcakes works is, you know, somebody sees the website, somebody needs cupcakes, they call us, and and it is a. Uh, I guess what I would say, we we run from a defensive position in the sense of how our orders work. And what I've been wanting to do and encouraging Angel to do to move to an offensive position where we offer the product and people just buy it. And it's just, you know, uh, the story I always tell uh, of of a situation where obviously the people didn't understand uh, how being on the offense and business worked was this this pizza place that's nearby us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this thing called First Friday at this downtown area. They shut the downtown off. All the businesses open up. It's people walk around. There's bands. Cool place. So this this pizza place, which I had always gone to, but changed owners. The new owners didn't get this, and so they just left their normal menu where you can come in. It's like yeah, I want a pepperoni and a mushroom and a blah blah blah, or I want an anchovy blah blah blah. There was no specific you know, special that night. So everybody was walking in ordering custom pizzas, basically. And there was a, it was an hour wait Mm. because nothing was on deck. Nothing was in the oven. And what should have solved this was they should have had a Friday night special pepperoni pizza, five bucks. So it's a recommended, basically we want you to buy just this pizza. If you buy any other pizza, it's not going to be ready. It's going to take time and they'd have them ready and they could just hand them off and go. That's what they should have done. But mm-hmm. instead, a lot of people were ticked off. They weren't getting their pizzas. It was taking forever. Kids, you know, they're screaming kids, that kind of stuff. Sure. So, again, on, that's where I say get on the offensive and don't say, hey, we can do anything. No, just say we can do anything. But our special today is the $5 pepperoni pizza, and you can walk out with it. Likewise, what I thought with this Ebinger, uh, this Brooklyn Ebinger cake or however You're saying it correctly. Is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, Avenger. Um, you know, could we do a situation with our, with Angel's Cut that we are making Ebinger cakes this week. It's our special. Um, and we are taking orders between Monday and Thursday. The cutoff is Thursday and then, or whatever. So there's enough time for you to make said cakes and you can say there's a maximum of 25 or something you can make or whatever that would be. <laughs> 25 might be a bit aggressive. Well, maximum of 10. <laughs> And I think that's reasonable because you're not going to probably get more than that for for this kind of a special thing. But it's it's you know it's going to be a seventy dollar cake. It's a special cake, yada yada yada. And I think that that adds to the specialness, if you will, when you say, well, there was they were only making ten this week, and I got one of them. Mm-hmm. And then again, you're in a situation now where you're taking orders, and it's a, it's like a pre order, and then you can go knock out the cakes all at once, make the money. And then, you know, make a modification on it. You know, we talked about for here in Ohio, you know, add peanut butter to any chocolate. It's a Buckeye recipe. Correct. So anyway, you know, we're I'm interested if anybody's done things like that, because we're looking, you know, where you're putting things on the offensive, where it's now like I'm making the cakes I want to, and we don't get in the situation where somebody calls up and it's like, I need, you know, a, a space shuttle cake that has to have <laughs> sparklers on it. And now you have to run all over town getting things. You know, now it's a controlled process, thus, yeah. thus meaning you you 
keep you keep more of the cash. A controlled burn, as you like to think of Exactly, it. something like that. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions, uh, john at ondomedia.com is my uh, is my email. We, we use that. And if uh, you want to find out more about Angel's Custom Cupcakes, you can go to angelscustomcupcakes.com and uh, you can t- take a look at her stuff because I know we got a lot of folks that uh, – that bake and listen to us. And we're here to, for all small businesses, but for uh, baking folks, this is a uh, kind of something fun. And anybody who likes anything sweet. Mm, that's me. When we talk about starting a business and getting into debt, because I don't know many businesses that just start off making money. If, if I, if I did that, I, I, if I knew who that was, I would love to find out more because typically there's always startup costs getting into a business. Yes. And one of the things I think that uh, all of us do, especially for me, I, I was raised by parents who didn't have credit cards, didn't have mortgages. They paid everything in cash. And so we lived a very simple life. I grew up in a, like an 800 square foot house, but I thought it was, you know. And he didn't have a phone till he was 16. Didn't have a phone till he was 16 because like you go down the road or just a few houses down was my aunt's house. Just use that phone. I was taught you don't use credit cards. Yes. You don't go into debt. If you can't afford it, you don't buy it. And yep. There are levels of that in life I think you you need to do. I think maybe more in your personal life you need to live within your means and because you don't typically make money being a family. <laughs> Not typically, but again, so counter counter to what John experienced, my life was my parents were okay with debt. They didn't like it, but because my parents wanted more, because they wanted to have more, they were willing to have credit cards. They were willing to have that debt um, in order to have the things they wanted. So very different in the sense of, you know, I never wanted for anything. I got a car when I was 16. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they were all about, you know, using, you know, same as cash, but um, even then that wasn't as popular as it is today. So it was just, it was a means of getting the things you wanted now and paying for it later, which my dad did by working overtime. God well, love him. And and I think this these two personal finance philosophies philosophies are different than business. Yes. Because if you look at my philosophy, well don't don't go into debt, don't get a loan, don't use credit cards, <laughs> just start your business somehow with spare change. That's not gonna work. Not typically, no. Uh, and on the, you know, because you're trying to, you know, for whatever reason you choose to just stay out of debt personally, that's great. And that's great. Uh, but if in your case where it's like, you know, let's let's go buy that car and string out a mortgage. Let's go mortgage for a house or let's do that. Again, that can work fine for your personal finances. If you don't, if you're not somebody who stresses out over, I've got $80,000 in debt, I'm paying over 25 years, maybe. But then again, in business, you can also go out and say, you know what, let's go buy new, let's go buy a building if you're not making the money. So uh, I think the first thing uh, as we talk about how you handle debt is you have to think about how do you respond to debt in a personal way and does that influence how you do your business? Oh, for sure. Because I do think, uh, you know, I, I it's funny, I, I'm working with a client right now who everything goes on a name on an American Express card. The extended warranties, uh, the interest rate I think is moderate, but it's, you know, and I know other people who do the, the 90-day same as cash. We do that quite a bit. But and when they said, they said, yeah, yeah we're going to put this big purchase on, on an Amex card. And I'm like, my first reaction is you're kidding. And then I, you think about it for a second. It's like, no, that's, that's totally fine. And that's cool if you want to manage your business like that, because it's, there are advantages. So, but that's my personal um, bias or personal, how I was brought up is you put it on a credit card, you're, 
because that always, to me, said, if you put on a credit card, you don't have the money. Mm-hmm. And that is not necessarily true. You just don't have the money right now. As, as our friends say, you're buying time with loans exactly. and you're buying time with credit cards, but you have to be balanced about it. So, you know, I'll just share quickly, you know, the Ondo Media story. I had worked, you know, with many different uh, nonprofits and for-profits and, and, and working in television and media. But finally, I decided I wanted to get out. I wanted to start my own business. So I could do really what I felt like I, I could do more of, which is working with nonprofits and, and, and commercial businesses and small businesses. So unfortunately, about the time I did this was about the same era I was going through, unfortunately, my divorce. So it was a very, very financially challenging time. There was no bank account with money in it or anything like that. So I decided I, you know, it's going to have to be put on credit cards, which was tr- tricky, but there was just no other option. And, you know, the thing about it is, for my standpoint, I wasn't sure what I was going to be making. So when you say, I'm going to go and invest on equipment, in my case, you know, how long how how long will this equipment last? You know, you can't go out and buy a consumable. On a, to me, buying consumables on a credit card that you can't pay off in 30 or 60 days is a bad idea. So, for example, if you're a paint guy and you're painting... If you're buying all this paint and it's just consumable, um, it doesn't make you any money past this first, you know, investment. It's gone. Versus for me buying a video camera, which I'm going to be using for the next five years um, and making income on it. So um, th- these are the different things I-, I had to consider. So one of the things I needed to look at is, you know, you're charging a client maybe $3,000. But in fact, you're ending up with, uh, you know, $2,000 in rental equipment. Uh, so for me, very, very early in, uh, I decided I just wanted to purchase my own equipment. Uh, I was smart about it, purchased just the minimum, good quality, but not too crazy. And it went on credit cards. So by the time you and I got married several years later, we found, you know, you found me in, you know, not by some standards, a lot of debt, but several tens of thousand dollars in debt, <laughs> you know, and, and we had to figure out, and at the time, remember this is 2000, you know, this is post 2008, 2010, you know, I went to a bank and they were like, mm, no, you're divorced and you're a small business. So strike two, <laughs> you're done. Yeah. No loans for you. So, uh, but that had changed by the time you and I got married and you had a relationship with a bank here in town and they we're like, yeah, we, we're working with small businesses all the time now. Yeah, it was kind of like, what? Oh, like, so again, that was, that's their, that is one of their, that's their niche um, or yeah. niche or whatever. That's their thing. That's their thing is they, that's, they support small business. And so the fact that, I mean, but again, it had been several years, um, you know, I think it just worked out. It was just kind of like, well, let's ask the question like, oh no, that's what we specialize in now. I'm like, oh, grand. And we were able to go consolidate yep. the, the debt. We I had run up, you know, several thousand dollars, uh, well, multiple thousands of dollars on a couple of different credit cards. And I was making payments, minimal payments on them. But, you know, obviously, if you understand how the credit cards work, if you make the minimum payments, you're just paying off the interest. You will not get that paid off. So uh, it was it was a great relief to me. And here's something for those of you who are not financial uh, financially aware how banking and credit works. Um, I have, even now, which just is bizarre, a, a credit rating that's in the 800s, which I think is ridiculous because I, I <laughs> ran a lot of credit card debt. So 
for those of you who are sitting back saying, I can't, um, I don't want to run up my debt on my credit cards or I don't want to have a loan, it'll ruin my credit rating. That's not true. Actually, having credit cards and having loans and making proper payments with them will make your credit better. Oh, yes. And that's what happened. I never missed a payment. I always made my minimums or better. And there was times where I am, and with my business, I can go two or three months where I don't have any, hardly any income. And then mm-hmm. suddenly I get a huge payment for a, a project we worked on. So, and I would typically, because of the mindset of my parents, you know, whatever profit there was, I went into the credit card debt and I still didn't eat. So I was always trying to pay off that credit card debt. So I was making payments and trying to do what I can. The result of that was I had a great credit rating, even though I had a lot of debt. But so, I hate only popcorn. Yeah, I always hate popcorn, <laughs> which is fine. So the uh, so the thing that I, I guess the couple things we would say, if you're starting your business off, I don't think using a credit card is is a bad thing. You can you you are essentially getting a loan. It's the problem is you're getting a high interest loan, depending on the credit card you're using. That's why if you you know again what what the banks will typically look for, and I'm again I'm not going to sit back and say this is gospel everywhere you go, but what I had is I had a couple credit cards which were my what I called my business accounts. I had a business bank account and I had a business credit card, and then I had a, another card that was specifically for business expenses. So when I went to the bank for the loan, I said, here is what my debt is. Here are the credit cards. And they looked at it and said, well, you're making payments. So they could instantly say, see, I'm not a big, I'm not a big risk. Let's, let's get rid of all that interest and get it consolidated and pay that off into one consolidated business loan at a lower interest rate. So if you're thinking, well, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to have to use my credit cards, but the banks are going to say, you use credit cards and we're going to ding you. No, you got to remember banks make money by loaning money. So that's the point. They want to loan money to you as long as you show them there's a track record that you're paying it off. So if you have credit card debt and you are dealing with your business and maybe in, you know, what's funny is I had the, the, the consolidation was like $30,000. I mean, this wasn't like going to a bank and buying a building where you needed hundreds of thousands of dollars. So they kind of laughed a little bit when I was like, you know, is this going to be okay? And they're like, this is, this is pocket change to us. This is not a big deal. You're going to pay it off. It's going to be fine. So it was a huge thing to, to make that, um, that move to get off the credit cards for me into a business loan. And it kind of actually made me feel like I was a real business because I have a business loan now. <laughs> and uh, so don't be afraid to start off with credit cards. Don't go crazy establish a pattern that you're paying off said credit cards. And then when when you're kind of at that breaking point where it's like, yeah, this is starting to get to the point where the interest rates are going to kill us soon. And it's like everything else. It's like when you get married, when you're in your 20s, everybody lives in an apartment for a few years. Okay. Yeah. You're throwing money into the air, but you're probably also saving some money on the side and so forth. So there's nothing you can do. Very few people jump right from like being living with mom and dad into a house. So it's just like the same thing with a business, uh, business finances. Very few people ever jump from like, I'm going to start my business into, in, into here, I'm making money. You end up doing credit cards for a little bit. And then you once you show you've established that pattern that we're making money, I'm paying off this card, you can go to a bank and they're going to, they're going to give you money. Uh, so then you can shop it and say, what's the interest rates? What's my payment? Uh, one of the things we were very blessed with with our bank, as as with many banks, because of the situation with COVID, you know, when this thing hit, we weren't sure. There was immediately a three month. Uh, we could push the button and stop our loans for three months at no uh, additional charge. 
Uh, it just pushed the payments back out another three months was all it was. And uh, I, you know, we jumped on that, and they were great, and that that bought us a little time this summer, and that was great. So again, shop it and find out what the banks do. Um, they're going to be all of them are going to be wanting to give you money, but what are the terms? What's the interest rate? Is it variable? Is it locked? Will you be charged? This is a big one. Will you be charged if like you know you get four percent interest, and then in, in a year and a half it goes down to two, and you want to refinance? And they say, well, yeah, you're going to have a charge to refinance that loan, and that's a problem. So make sure you're thorough with that, and get a friend that's you know a, a, get a friend that's a banker. I know I, I we we've had our bank persons change, but we also have several other people who have good counsel. Our tax person, our you know we have other financial advisors that we know that we say, hey, what do you think about this? And they're like, no, just hold where you're at, you're fine. Or no, that would be great if you could change that. So it, it, look at those things, but don't be afraid of going into debt a little bit with your business. From a credit card perspective, uh, I'm I'm a fan of what I like to call robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yes. So if you get those 0% interest credit cards in the mail um, and you have to check, of course, make sure there is not a fee because sometimes, again, yes. if it's one of those where you're going to draw on that to pay off something else, just check to see is that fee going to end up being more than the interest would have been had you left it where it is. And most of the time it's not. Mm -hmm. So again, if you can buy yourself, I call it free money um, to some extent. So if you can shift that one debt from one credit card to another um, by doing a 0% interest, if if you're lucky enough to find one that does six months, then you've just bought yourself six months of paying that debt off and not having to accumulate the interest. There may be a small fee, but that fee is less than the interest you would have paid. And you just keep doing, I mean, I hate to say it, you keep doing that. There is no such thing as, have, I have over 25 credit cards in my name. I still have an over an 800 score credit rating. So the the things that people tell you that having credit cards is a bad thing, no, it's not. No. It, it it does. It enhances having your credit card. Billions of dollars of <laughs> payments that you're not paying on your credit well, card is a yeah, problem. Yeah, if you have 25 credit cards that they're all maxed out and you're not paying anything, yeah. yes. Um, but that's what I always tell folks to establish credit. My son was asking me the other day as a friend who wants to establish credit because he's having trouble finding an apartment. I said, get a small credit card. Start yeah. off with something little, whether you know anything. They'll give you a small limit, maybe $500, and you only use it for food and gas, and you pay it off every month. You don't, and yep. they said, well, that's bad. I'm like, no, it's, no, not. it's not. Pay it off every month. Because the banks and the financial places are going to run your credit score, and if they yeah. see, oh, yeah, he has a credit card, and he's always made the payments, then you're great. If they if they find out they, they can't find any history on you because mm-hmm. you do this with your regular job, they're going to go, eh, yeah, yeah, maybe you guys have something shifty going on. Yeah, it's running, always, you're, you're running all cash, which means it's maybe yeah. not legit. So just like in, in everything else that I believe credit is the same, past behavior predicts future. Ooh, so like if you are someone who has a history of paying on time, then they will see that and they will make the assumption that, okay, this is the past behavior. We can make an assumption that future will be the same. So if you're now, and that's not to say if somebody was late or had, you know, one, a couple of, you know, that's not to say you're, you're dinged forever. It's simply saying that, you know, the bet, whether like John said, make that minimum, make that thing, look for those 0% to switch them over um, to save yourself a little bit money. Um, always prorate your stuff out in the sense of, you know, getting, uh, you know, I owe like we are paying on a computer. 
And it's like, okay, it's due in 18 months. Divide that dollar by ha- by 18. And, and that, that money. Pun- you pay that every month, period. There is no not paying it. So if you look, for example, you want to have a company car and you know the payment's going to be $400 a month and you don't have $400 a month in your budget, then you probably shouldn't get that car. That's common sense. Yeah. The, the theory is if you're saying, well, I'd like to buy this $40,000 car. I don't have $40,000. Yes. Then payments are fine. Credit is fine. But it, you still have to live within your monthly budget to pay that off. So a couple of quick things I want to just th- note, throw in before we, we leave today. And I'm, uh, you know, because I'm in electronics and cameras, drones and all that stuff for my media business, uh, Best Buy. They have a credit card. It's a, it, I think it's 18 months, same as cash, depending on how much you're purchasing. Correct. Now, be aware, and I think this is also the same for Apple. Apple has their own credit card that they use through Barclays, and you can do 18 months, same as cash, I think, for anything, any purchase over $1,000. That's how we picked up a Mac, a Mac, an iMac. Uh, again, I could have, yeah, I didn't really want to put it on a credit card or pay cash for it, but they, you know, 18 months, same as cash. Well, sure. That's you know twelve one hundred twenty dollars a month instead of dropping a thousand, you know, twelve hundred dollars on a Mac. So that's how that does. But but if you do not make your payment uh, by that eighteenth month, you are charged in some cases the entire interest for that. all cases. Yeah, for you that eighteen char- months, yep. you are charged that interest. It's not so. like oh, I'm going to get charged three percent on the two hundred dollars I have left. It will be the entire amount. amount. It's like you didn't even you didn't even get the free the free eighteen months. Yeah. So if you're not aware of that, don't think oh, okay, well I can't do it in eighteen months. I'll do it in twenty. You're going to get burnt. So please make sure you read the fine line because you do have to finish that payment. Now you may be able to miss payments. I don't know about that for sure, and and just drop drop the whole balance on some cards, check the fine print, but just be aware when you do as same as cash, they figure you are going to pay it all in that time. And if you, if you're one day over, you pay all the interest for that 18 months. And so you basically lost your, you lost your freebie there. So be aware of that. But we, I use Best Buy all the time. We've bought appliances. I've bought, I had a drone that, you know, blew up and I had to go get another one, but the Best Buy 18 months, same as cash. Works like a charm. and It's the old adage of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Same thing when you're going to do anything that's a big purchase. If you have the ability, because again, it's like we said, buying time. So if you have the, if you have, you know, if you take the dollar amount and you're like, okay, 2000 divided by 18, well, that's not even, you know, that's a little over a hundred dollars a month. I can do that versus saying, I don't have $1,800 today. Um, I don't have $500 a month to get, so- to me, well, I can do that. That's that's easier to do. So it, it also, highly recommend it. And it also makes it easier. Let's just say you start wanted to start a business. Well, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy a drone for eighteen hundred dollars. It's going to be a hundred and let's just say one hundred and thirty dollars a month for that payment for the next eighteen months. After that, you're done. Uh, can I make two hundred dollars a month on that drone? I won't pay myself. And then you got drone insurance and other expenses. Suddenly, now the math gets really easy. Of how much money do I have to make a month? to start paying that off. exactly. And so the, this is what I have to look at is, you know, I, I've got expenses, how much does it cost and how much do I need to make? And a lot of times people make a big mistake by not, like you said, with your, your cakes, how much do I have to spend a month? That way I know how much I have to make a month. So again, we're not financial advisors. We're just people who have done small business. So we know what's going on. Check a financial person who knows a little bit more, but I'm sure they'd <laughs> <Yes>, say, <please. laughs> I'm sure they'd say, yep, they're pretty straight on that. So again, Marketing Media Cupcakes, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email me at john, J-O-H-N at ondomedia.com. And until next time, keep living the dream. 
connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.